Soul Recovery is not just this podcast. It is a community. And each month on the first Monday, we get together on Zoom to support each other. I give a topic, then we break into small groups. It's a powerful way to be seen and witnessed and heard and supported through your own soul recovery journey. This is free to attend and open to everyone. Go to the website to register. The next one is May 6th from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Also, in June on the 8th and 9th is an in-person soul recovery retreat in Lafayette, Colorado. This is going to be a weekend of incredible transformation, learning how to use soul recovery in your life and to leave that weekend transformed. Visit the website for more about what to expect and how to register. Enjoy the episode. My name is Reverend Rachel Harrison, and this is the Recover Your Soul podcast, a spiritual path to a happy and healthy life. I started RecoverYourSoul.net after having profound changes in my life from my recovery of alcoholism and control addiction. I was guided to share the tools and principles of spirituality and soul recovery and help others to transform their lives as mine was transformed. For us to overcome external circumstances, we must first turn the attention to ourselves, focusing on inner change. Outer positive results in our lives will follow. As a spiritual coach, I can support you on your path to make real changes that will bring you a life of peace, happiness, connection, and abundance. Visit the website recoveryoursoul.net to book coaching sessions with me, read the blog, listen to some of my original music, subscribe and receive email updates. I think of Recover Your Soul as a community. Follow us on social media and join the private Facebook group to support each other and connect. I know that together... We can do the work that will recover your soul. Welcome back to Recover Your Soul, another episode together. Thank you for spending your time with me. Well, this week is Thanksgiving, and I know for so many of us, the holidays can be overwhelming. And so I really wanted to talk about gratitude, about a gratitude practice, and how that can be part of soul recovery. And what a better week to talk about it than this week. I know that for me, prior to soul recovery, that sometimes as the holidays were coming up, what I would spend a lot of time on is thinking about everything that wasn't working, everything that I didn't have, everything that somebody else may have that seemed like their lives seemed perfect, their family seemed perfect, and mine often felt like chaos. And I used to describe us as the most loving, dysfunctional family you ever met. And I'm so pleased, I was going to use the word grateful because it's true, but I'm so pleased that our family always had a foundation of love, that no matter how ugly it was, I don't think we ever doubted that we loved each other. We just didn't know how to always show each other in the best way. So what I've learned in my healing and what's come to me more and more is this gratitude practice that I know metaphysically, spiritually, that when we spend more energy, more time on what we're grateful for, that we are actually attracting to us more greatness, more good, more of what we're actually longing for. And it can be really easy for us to expend so much energy on what's not right. So as we come together for Thanksgiving, for what can be an amazing time together over the holidays and can be stressful, I encourage us to really, really look at gratitude. 
on the things that I'm grateful for that have changed my life. I'm grateful for sobriety. I know that four years ago, I couldn't even imagine not drinking. I didn't go anywhere that I hadn't either pre-drunk, had something with me if they weren't going to have it, or drank too much at events. And to be able to be in this place today where I have been alcohol-free for coming up on four years is an absolute miracle. It is an absolute miracle. I'm grateful for my clear mind. I'm grateful that I can remember. I was so foggy. I was so unable to hold sort of my brain together. I couldn't remember names. I couldn't remember conversations that I'd had with people, not only the times that I was blacking out, but just in general conversation, somehow there wasn't the ability for my brain to withhold that information. I'm grateful that words have come back to me. I still have a little bit of a problem where I can be thinking a word, but it doesn't come quickly, but that's coming back. And I'm so grateful that more words are coming, that my mind is quicker and faster than it used to be. I can process a lot more than I could when I was actively drinking. I'm grateful that I have learned how to let go of needing to fix and control everybody. In that, I am grateful that I feel like I've let the weight of the world off my shoulders, that I just felt like I was just burdened with a heaviness, a constant heaviness. I used to describe our house not only as walking on eggshells, but that it just always felt heavy. It just always felt like someone was going to snap. There was going to be some sort of problem. There was going to be some issue. And what I realize now is that most of that was my own belief and fear of that happening and that I was terrified that it wasn't going to be okay. And in that terror and in that sadness that I was actually helping to create an environment that didn't allow people to feel whatever their feelings were, that everybody doesn't have to be okay, that they don't have to be getting along all the time. And that my constant manipulating and maneuvering everything around to try to have this false pretend life where everything was okay actually made it substantially worse. And in soul recovery, the ability to allow people to be themselves, allow people to have feelings, to often not know what to do with their feelings. And to be able to witness and hold space for somebody when they're struggling and not insert myself has taken that weight off my shoulders. And it's created an environment that now feels light and feels hopeful, feels cheerful. And that's not every day. Sometimes one of us is stressed for one reason or the other, but it's an entirely different feeling. It's an entirely different underneath emotion that isn't about me feeling stressed that I have to fix it. And I have such gratitude for that. And there's so much clarity that is coming through me now that I don't feel like I'm holding on to all of this old stuff. All these old memories, all this past situations. 
And the more and more time that I'm working on my soul recovery, I have such gratitude that I'm really able to just shake that off and let it go. There's so much that happened that was dark and painful. And there was so much that happened that was great. So why had I spent so much time really fostering and nurturing the negative memories, the negative emotions, instead of fostering and remembering the positive ones? Because if we are energy and if we are vibrations and we are these beings connected to something higher than ourselves, call it God, call it spirit, call it the trees, call it the universe, call it the divine, whatever that is for you, if that is the truth of who we are, why are we allowing ourselves to hold on to the negative, painful stuff instead of trusting and believing and knowing that we can expand into a more positive life, that we can let go of that fear, that we are held in the arms of something greater than ourselves. And when I've moved into that place of trusting and knowing that everything's working out for its highest good, even when it doesn't feel like it, I have a faith that comes and gives me strength. And that strength allows me to hold space for somebody when they're having a hard time. And what I can also see now, the gratitudes that I didn't even see when things were really hard. And there were so many years that we struggled financially, and it just seemed like we were always just kind of one, one paycheck at a time about to just completely fall apart. And if I allow myself to realize that I couldn't see the blessings as often as I would have liked, that the truth was that something always showed up exactly when it needed to show up, including credit cards, including the ability to be able to charge something and pay for it later, that allowed us to never be hungry, that allowed us to never miss a mortgage payment, that allowed us to live in this beautiful home that allowed us to make, set up payments for medical bills or for utilities when we needed to, to reach out for help. And I think sometimes we forget that those as much gratitudes as anything else. And the gratitude that there's small things like hot water, like a toilet that flushes. When I watch shows about India or other third world countries, I just think what a blessing it is that I have running water and a toilet that flushes. And if I allow myself to be grateful for the little things, then there's more space to see what's happening. The gratitude that the sun rises every day, that the seasons change, that outside my studio right now, the wind is blowing, and the leaves are being shaken from the trees, and a cycle is starting, a cycle that is going into winter that I know will come back to the spring. It has never let me down that the spring comes back. And I didn't used to really think those things. I didn't feel those things. As a matter of fact, I would just get a little bit down and blue that it was going to be winter again. But we can't live in a world that doesn't have the seasons. That's how it was created. That we need the snow so that the rivers fill. And we need the rivers to fill so that everything works, including Rich getting to go out and surf on the rivers. So not only does it help the trees and the plants and the birds and the world, 
but it lets my husband go have fun on the river. I didn't think of those things pre-soul recovery. I just thought a lot about how I didn't have exactly what I needed or wanted. I have such gratitude that there's an awesome thrift store close to my house. And then on Saturdays, it's 50% off. And I have so much fun going and buying things so that you think that you just had like the best time and you spent $40. And Rich is so cute because he always just loves the fact that I love bargain shopping. But I just have such gratitude that there's choice for me that I can have whatever it is that I need, whatever it is that I want, because what I've learned to want is much more pared down than it was before. Because I know that stuff isn't going to fill me up. I know that stuff isn't going to be what makes me happy. And so when I go and I have those adventures, I'm clear about the fact that this dress, this shirt, these pair of pants aren't going to make me happy. It's the searching for it. It's the chase and the looking for and the finding a handbag that was, I look it up, it's $150 if you buy it new. And I was able to get it for $6. That's so fun. That that's fun. The handbag isn't going to make me happy. It was that search, the little search that made me happy. And when we can just have little gratitudes and just see the happiness, the little things, the happinesses that happen along the way. We have a a center at the basement of our church called Family Village, and it's a co-op, co-working community here in the Boulder area. And it's an amazing idea of a place where people can get together, families can get together and support each other. There's great on-site daycare, and the adults can visit or work or do whatever it is that they want to do there. And I love hearing the little kids playing. And because I don't have grandchildren and my kids are grown up, I had forgotten the joy of laughter of children. They are so exuberant, so full of zest, so curious as they go on their little walks around the church, their little nature walks, and they pass by my big, beautiful window in my office. And you can just see how excited they are to pick up leaves or look at the birds or go on this little nature walk that's just around a building. And it reminds me to not forget to be innocent, to actually embrace my innocence, to embrace that part of us that can just look at nature and just see how gorgeous it is. And also the parts of them where they're screaming and crying and you just think, wow, how cool is it that they can just have all their emotions out there and a gratitude that to remember that you can feel those feelings that they're showing us to just get it out, all of it, the fun and the frustration. I have such gratitude that I have a great job. I have gratitude that I have great co-workers. And I have gratitude that I have Recover Your Soul. I have such gratitude for this community. This work that I've gotten to do to really dig in on my spirituality and share that with you and the messages that I get on Facebook or emails of you all reaching out and telling me how it has affected your life are the most amazing experiences. Because this isn't about me. This is about us. This is about us growing and healing and expanding and letting go of the weight of the world off of our shoulders and finding our inner joy, finding peace in ourselves. 
allowing ourselves to have happiness and success and abundance and a healthy mind and a pure heart, regardless of what's happening around us, to allow the world to be as chaotic as it can be, knowing that we have healed our own hurts, our hearts, our souls. And in that, we can watch the amazing world around us. Those things that we were so desperately trying to change, that we so wanted to be different, when we let go of them, they changed on their own. Or we saw them differently. Or the energy shifted, and we let go of things that we were stuck with. Or relationships moved on. Or the people around you started to be inspired by your change, your transformation, your more positive outlook on life. And it inspired them to be able to look at themselves, to take responsibility for themselves in a way that they've never done before. And the gratitude that I have that my kids are doing well, that they have found their thing, that was I was raising them and you're trying so hard to prepare them as adults and you think that you have some idea of what that's going to look like. And now that I look back, I can see that they had their own whole path and there are a few things that I would change if I could go back and change them, but you can't. But I can see the blessings of the things that happened that led to where they are today and that Bodhi has found this way to be in athletics like he always had the skill set for and to use his skills in photography and video that he discovered all on his own in high school. And he was so passionate about board sports. And I knew that something great would happen for him because he knew something great would happen for him. And he has indeed made a career out of that. And then Alex, who we didn't know what was going to happen to him. He struggled so much. And it just seemed like we were going to try to fix it. We were trying to do something for it. And my gratitude is that he went out and found his own way. And he's always been an artist. That's really what filled him up all these years was doing his art. He was always, always passionate about being an artist. And now he's starting to claim that. He's starting to see that his love and passion for it is his drive. And it's just opening up and we didn't have anything to do with that. And I'm grateful that he is discovering it on his own, in his own way, without us inserting ourselves to try to tell him how that should work out. I'm grateful that my kids are independent and curious and compassionate. And that with all of the negative stuff that happened in being raised in an alcoholic home, that they are strong, independent, caring men. I couldn't ask for more. I'm grateful that my parents are healthy, that I have parents in their 70s and 80s, and they're doing great, and they're going to come for the holidays, and I'm so excited to spend time together. I'm so grateful that my mom and dad are such good friends, that having divorced when I was eight years old, they have always, always been friends. They just knew that they couldn't have a life that allowed them to each be their fullest selves together. And I'm grateful that we can all spend time together and laugh and tell stories and and enjoy each other's company and there's never any tension. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful that I am continuing to use prayer and meditation to heal my body, that the pains that I have had my whole life with my lower back and the issues that I've been having with my feet 
are slowly, slowly healing. And I think that's because my mind is healing. I think that's because I'm learning to treat my body in a totally different way and to have the energy that I'm putting into it not be the energy of why it's not working for me, but the energy of how it's healing for me. Our minds are so powerful. And every time we have a gratitude, as we sit down on the table and we thank the food on our plates and we thank the sky that is blue, we're opening our hearts up to receive. I give freely and I receive abundantly. And the metaphysics and the new thought that I study, it really teaches that you give and you receive tenfold. And I remember when we were first started going to the Unity Church and they would say, I give freely and I receive abundantly. I meant money. And I think I've told this story before that we were so hand to mouth that it just seemed so impossible to donate. But the more that we gave, the more that we received. And that has been true in my life. And now it's not about finances. Now it's about love. The more compassion I give to others, the more I find I'm receiving back. The more love I give, the more I'm receiving back. The more time I give to my friends, the more I can feel that I have their time back. I think about how restricted I was for so many years with Rich, and I loved him, but I, I couldn't give him 100% because I was afraid and I was angry. And now that I'm in 100%, I can't believe the love that we have for each other and the love that he feels for me. And I think, wow, 29 years later, I'm finally getting it. I'm finally letting it happen. So if you're having trouble finding gratitude, just start small. I wouldn't have had this list four years ago at Thanksgiving. I would have not had this list four years ago at Thanksgiving. I can guarantee you I was really stressed out coming up to Thanksgiving four years ago. And that I couldn't see the blessings that were right in front of me because I was consumed with my own addiction issues and I was consumed with that part of me that really didn't believe or understand that this was my responsibility to be happy. That I needed to choose happiness. That I had a choice and a part in every single moment of my life, how I decided to see it, how I decided to participate in it what my part was instead of what everyone else's part was. And as I've said before, it's not like every day was a horrible day. It was this low-grade yuckiness, a low-grade dissatisfaction, a low-grade everything isn't working out for me. And since I've done soul recovery, since I've recovered from alcoholism, since I've really stepped into my spiritual practice, it's totally gone the other direction. Everything is working out for me. I am involved in and co-creating my life in the way that I want it to be for me. Not that I am control of anybody else, but that I can hold my own power, my connection to my higher power, and that together I know that I have unlimited potential, that my life is unlimited, that I can choose happiness that I am grateful for this life. I'm grateful for the chance to practice my spirituality. I'm grateful to not have the weight of the world on my shoulders. I'm grateful that things are working out for me. I'm grateful that I'm happy. I'm grateful that I'm healthy. 
I'm grateful that I have happy, healthy relationships. I'm grateful that I know that every step that I take is the step moving in the right direction and that I can just trust that the spiritual GPS is guiding me in the right way. And I don't have to question it. I just need to listen. And I'm grateful that my listening has gotten better. I'm grateful that I get to share this with you. I'm grateful that it is helping and it's helping me. I don't have it completely figured out yet. Everything that I talk about is a reminder to myself that we're doing this together. But my life is profoundly changed and something has really, really changed inside of me that has given me a lightness and a joy that I never thought that I could have. So this Thanksgiving, as I sit down at the table with my family and some friends coming over and think about my kids in California, I'll be thinking about you. I'll be thinking about this Recover Your Soul community and sending you all so much love and gratitude for being on this journey with me. Because I know that together we're doing the work that is recovering our souls. Until next time, namaste. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode offered you some tools and guidance and inspiration on your journey to recover your soul. If you'd like some support and encouragement with your soul recovery, book a coaching session with me. When you are ready for change, it's amazing what can be done in just a few sessions with some support. There's never any long-term commitment. This is your personal journey, and I'm just here to be a guide and assist you in connecting with your fullest and happiest self. Go to the website, recoveryoursoul.net, and there you can find out more about me, book your coaching or spiritual counseling session, subscribe to receive our email updates, listen to some of my music. I have some originals and I've had various bands over the years. You can also read the blog that includes stories and insights from the Recover Your Soul community. I want to thank you for supporting the production of this podcast. Every single donation makes such a big difference and you can donate on the homepage of the website. Also by following, subscribing, reviewing this podcast on your favorite platform, you're helping to spread the recover your soul message. I hope that you'll follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and even join the private Facebook group and become part of our transformation community. Share who you are, share where you're from, share your story. Let's all connect. Until next time, namaste. The Recover Your Soul podcast and its content is for educational purposes only and is not allied or representative of any organizations or religions. It's based on the opinions and experience of Reverend Rachel Harrison. Recover Your Soul claims no responsibility to any persons or entity for any liability, loss, damage, or cause alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of its use. Applications or interpretations of the information represented herein. Take what you need and leave the rest.